0: Yo, what's going on, guys? I am the Geek Slays, and welcome back to the Scuffed-Ass Podcast, episode number 148. We're back with Wonder, because I'm sick and I forgot to plan a podcast for this week, so fall guy. Fallback guy, whatever. How you doing, man? Yeah,
1: I'm I'm the fallback guy. But.
0: Yeah, how you doing, man? Well,
1: I'm enjoying my uh, day off that I didn't know I was going to get.
0: Are you are you enjoying it? What were you watching on Netflix? What is there to watch on Netflix? Um are you an Adams family fan? Oh, were you watching Wednesday? I was. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, the only Addams family content I consume, I think I've showed it to you a couple of times, is nothing actually to do with the Adams family. It's the one TikToker who talks about comic books and made oh. the whole series of the Adams family move, moving to Gotham. Mm-hmm. and like interacting with batman and all the villains it's fucking hilarious that is the best thing ever it's so <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> uh it's it's so great
1: but, time batman finds you know meet somebody that's just as creepy as he is
0: right batman is a fucking weird dude and just uh, show
1: up out of the shadows i'm batman
0: right I I do got to, real quick, I want to throw this cheap plug in early. Uh, Thursday, December 22nd. So next Thursday, just a little under a week after this episode comes out, I will be doing a charity stream on Twitch for Project Hope. So be there for that. Sorry. Had to get that out of the way. Very important since I announced it like an hour ago. (laughs)
1: So, next Thursday, damn, I'll have to work.
0: Well, yeah, shocker, but it's all right. You you, you donate enough money to me, (laughs) but I guess if you want a tax (laughs) write-off.
1: Right, which I never put my charitable donations as a tax write-off, so.
0: Even though you're supposed to?
1: (laughs) You're supposed to, but.
0: Like, my my I, I charity should... domain
1: sh- donations never really amount to a whole lot. Right, that's fair. Um, So it doesn't really do a whole lot anyway, so. That's fair. If I, I was a billionaire, I'd, I'd definitely donate a hell of a lot more than I do.
0: Right, for sure. Still got to live! Yeah, this is uh, technically the first charity stream I'm going to do. And then after this, once the Twitch tool for charity streams comes through, so like, It's all handled by Twitch. Uh, Because, yeah, going through the process of setting up this charity stream, it wasn't the easiest thing to set up. Once the Twitch tool exists, maybe I'll do more charity streams in the future because it's going to be way easier because it's all integrated through Twitch and I don't have to try to figure it out myself. Because I don't Mm -hmm. like the idea. I've seen some people do charity streams where, like, they just accept the donations and then they handle going and donating it to the actual place. Yeah, I don't like I wonder that. If they actually right? get like, it donated, I don't, I don't want you giving me your money and then relying on me to go do the thing. Like just like this, the link that handles the donations, I never see the money. It goes directly mm-hmm. to Project Hope, which is great. That means I don't have to mm-hmm. fuck with it, so I, mm-hmm. I like that. Because yeah, um. So, what do you want to talk about
1: first? Football? It's your podcast, bud.
0: Yeah, I know, but you're the one
1: here. I'm just the fallback guy.
0: That's fair. Uh, so, Vikings defensive coordinator Ed Donatel is on something today. Uh, so... What do you mean? All season, his entire scheme has been... Other than in the red zone, his entire scheme is just... We just play a cover-two shell, and every receiver is open by about 20 yards, and we just get fucked constantly. But today, Ed Donatel talking about the Vikings' defensive struggles, I think it's more of an execution problem than a scheme problem. We need to be tighter in coverage. We have a good mix of schemes. No, you just run a cover um, two shell, you dipshit. And you can't play tighter coverage because it's zone, you piece of shit. If, if you want tighter coverage. <laughs> uh, sorry, yelling's hard. If you want tighter coverage, maybe run some man, run some press, run anything other than a cover two fucking shell. <laughs> uh, okay. Easy reply. killer. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. You do not get to blame your players for your scheme being shit and then just go, well, they they aren't really running my scheme, you know. Fuck you. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> yep, that sounds like uh, coaches I've had in my past. <laughs> yeah, right? And then – uh,
0: Go ahead. Finish what you're saying.
1: I said – I was going to say that, you know, make a call – It doesn't work, and then because he didn't see something that was correct about the call, make the same damn call over again, and then I was already pissed off that time because we did the same play two times in a row. It didn't work the first time. And then the third time, he's like, we're gonna run it until we get it right, and I'm like, this is a football game. No. We're gonna run. (laughs) And then I got in trouble. But I want to win. I don't want to lose because my coach is a jackass so
0: right so daniel hunter vikings edge rusher should be a top 10 edge rusher in football he doesn't have the production this year Mm -hmm. so the vikings are transitioning from running a 4-3 defense to a 3-4 which means daniel hunter instead of being a down defensive lineman is now a stand-up linebacker which is really stupid he does not have the tools to do that he's a pass rusher (laughs) rush the passer if I see number ninety nine out in coverage again, I'm gonna flip shit. Why is number ninety nine? Last week there were multiple plays where Daniil Hunter was basically in man to man with a Monro Saint Brown, whose idea Ed Donatel, the fucking idiot who thinks he understands defense. Uh, I mean, there's a reason that nobody calls his defense the Donatel scheme. It's the Fangio scheme. Maybe we should have hired the guy who made the defense, not the guy who everywhere he's gone has been awful at the defense. Um, But then he made comments about Daniil Hunter saying, with tighter coverage, the pass rush is more likely to get home. When asked about Daniil Hunter, he said, I think he's finally starting to get comfortable. It's really going to take the whole year because standing up and playing in our base is a little new to him. Our down defensive linemen suck. Maybe just make him a defensive end again, you moron. (laughs) Then we can let DJ Wanham, who's actually doing a really good job as an actual outside linebacker. He can rush the pass, but he's more suited to handle the other parts of playing an outside linebacker. Maybe you let Daniel go back to where he's supposed to be and maybe we put in dj want it's wild that sitting at home i can see more than a guy getting paid millions of dollars are you just stupid
1: ed are you just stupid is that happening on your end or just mine uh what happened um
0: oh is discord's video being really weird
1: like it's like
0: cutting out. Oh yeah, that's just your end. It's happened on my end a couple times. What's weirder is if you were to pull up OBS and start window capturing Discord, the Discord app would still be having issues. Your Streamlabs or your OBS would not see it. It would be perfectly normal. It's the weirdest thing. It's happened twice when recording podcasts with Eero. It is very odd.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It acts like it's like like my camera is like barely plugged in, you know, and it's just <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's. I think it's all good. Okay, well, as long as it's fine on your end, then right? I'm not going to worry about it.
0: Yeah, I think every everything's fine. Um...
1: Other than other than uh, it wants to give me an epileptic seizure. <laughs> it's like flashing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Strange,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah the the Vikings <laughs> defense has its uh, struggles. I'm not gonna say that. I I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. that they don't because uh, let's go well, let's go look. I want to find NFL every, defense. Every
1: rankings. defense has had a struggle this year, honestly, not, due to what, injuries and.
0: Well, that's not exactly true. The Broncos have been really good. The Cowboys have been great. The Niners have been great defensively though uh for completion percentage the vikings are in the bottom 10 we're allowing teams to complete basically 68 percent of their passes Mm -hmm. yards per attempt we are the absolute worst at we allow 7.6 yards per attempt total yards given up in the passing game vikings are bottom touchdowns given up though The Vikings are, like, not exactly the bottom. They're, like, 20th, which still isn't good, but it's kind of impressive for how many yards they give up that they don't allow you to score.
1: You you know what drives me nuts, though? That tells me that you have to have one hell of an offense to have the record that you do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I say
0: our season rides on 18, I'm not lying. We go as far as Jefferson can take us, which is not a situation I love to be in because we've seen that before. Yeah, only it was number 28. We could go as far as 28 can take us and one guy can only take you so far. I don't care how good they are unless they're a quarterback. That makes it a little different. But then if you move over to rushing stats, how are the Vikings in rushing stats? Yards given up they're actually at about fifteenth they're middle of the road we'd probably be top ten if Dalvin Tomlinson didn't miss the majority of the year mm-hmm. he that that was tough yards per carry though again we're pretty high up there you know we're 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 mediocre you know we're not bottom we're not really top rushing touchdowns we're we're fine we're not great but we're we're right at the same level as the Dolphins and the Jets. You know, we're right there with other good teams. It is entirely just, we allow you to get into scoring position way too easy. Look at the Jets game. This The Jets game proved to me how much I think the Vikings defensive scheme actually isn't about the plays they call it is entirely about we just can't let them score touchdowns. We will mm-hmm. bend, but we can't break. Now, we seem to bend, you know, completely the fuck over, but we don't break much. You got a really soft steel. <laughs> it's like the Jets game. They kicked seven, six or seven field goals. That means we let them drive right down the field. It's just you get into the red zone and we go, no, you can't score a touchdown. Kick it. <laughs> which is not the best strategy if we're being honest
1: yeah <laughs> but i don't know it's uh the bills have been ah, the bills strange like they went from an elite defense and an elite offense to eh, that's a good defense i'm not gonna say it's bad to you know offense is normal hit and miss. You know, they they seemed this year. They seem to be a second half football team instead of a first half football team. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, I wish we'd just be a full game. Uh, being a second team, half but... team
0: is better than being a first half team. That's <laughs> oh, what I said. That's yeah. That's yeah. the thing with the Vikings because uh, the the thing popped up. Um, <clears throat> it popped up during the Lions game of Kirk Cousins. In the third quarter. It's bad. Let me, I gotta find this. Which, this is more like the second and third quarter, really. But, uh, I, I need the full stat. Yikes. Where, where, where this gonna be. <laughs> uh, so, here is a stat that'll just tell you, cause this is about average for how Kirk has been in the third quarter of games this year. Cousins went one of six for one yard and an interception in the third quarter on December 9th. So who would that have been against? Uh, That would have been, ooh, I don't think that was the Bills game. I think that's too recent. December 9th was, I guess that must have been talking about the Jets game because there was no game on December 9th. Was it the Jets? It must have been, yeah. That's talking about the Jets game. That's not good, but you know, if we show up in the fourth quarter, which is, I guess, when it matters. Yes, I suppose. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to find the Kirk Cousins in the third quarter. Sorry, maybe I should have done this research before, but I didn't know this was where we were gonna go, so. All right, so what am I looking at? Regular season games? That's not what I want. I don't want to see the games. I. It's not just about the game stats. I want the very specific third quarter stats.
1: Vikings. I can send you some pictures. <laughs> of what? What? What I'm looking at right now. Oh, good.
0: Okay. Um. So this article, yeah, the Vikings had a 20-6 to 6 lead at halftime against the Jets. Uh, they ended the day doing everything they could to try to contain a frantic Jets rally in a 27-22 to 22 win. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Vikings ran 12 plays in the third quarter and netted a total of 10 yards. Uh, Kirk Cousins overthrew T.J. Hawkinson. Then there was an uncharacteristic drop from Justin Jefferson, I believe his second of the year. Uh, (laughs) Um, The Vikings final two drives in the third quarter ended with Jets sacks. The Vikings finished the quarter with minus 14 passing yards. Cousins' only completion went to Dalvin Cook for no gain. Um, Let's see. Is this actually going to tell me the... Okay, so Vikings offensive splits by quarter this season are striking. They average 5.37 yards per play in the first quarter, 17th best in the league. They've been the 10th most efficient team in the second quarter, averaging 5.8 yards per play while scoring 97 points. Woo in the fourth quarter when they've so often needed to be their best the vikings have scored 100 points that's the second most in the league behind the browns and average 4.9 yards per play 15th best in the league in the third quarter they average 4.7 or 4.47 yards per play the second fewest in the nfl cousins has not thrown a third quarter touchdown and has three third quarter interceptions with a passer rating of only fifty eight point two. Cousins is the worst quarterback in football in the third quarter.
1: <laughs> well, that's his that's his uh um he's taking a break the third quarter, so he can be ready for the fourth quarter. I guess. I guess. All that mental focus is hard in the first couple quarters, so he's got to take a third quarter off so he can be uh, there for the fourth quarter.
0: Rewinding, though, to uh, the Detroit game, I'm, I'm very confused about the whole thing. Sorry, I'm not really in the mood to talk about uh, the Bills. Like, you beat the Jets, you did what you were supposed to do, good job. One thing I gotta bring up is again, Josh Allen, stop being a fucking moron. Why are you trying to hurdle two dudes? Why? I
1: don't know. is it it's, your goal to get hurt get
0: and never be able to play? Is that your goal? Because you're gonna get yourself killed. Stop. Be just even. Have an IQ above room temperature for like an hour, Josh. I know it's hard in Buffalo. It's very cold there go <laughs> sit in the heat for a minute let that brain thaw out so you can see what the hell's wrong with yourself this is nuts uh, well I mean
1: either way he's making a lot of money <laughs> That's fair. All I can you'll say. make a lot
0: more money if you stay healthy though I mean
1: most people if they're smart after if he had a contract like his he just has to make through that contract and he's set for the rest of his life
0: yeah, but so. um, but the the Vikings Lions game this week was very interesting. I'm still it's a little rough. I'm still very a confused. Rough. First of all, how can the internet come out and tell me the Vikings were frauds after they all picked the Lions to win anyways?
1: Like, right? I, I, if I, if I the Vikings that, were that supposed to
0: lose, how are they frauds for losing if you thought they were gonna lose? How's that fraudulent behavior? The
1: Bills, the Bills barely clawed past them. Right. So I thought there was a good chance that the Lions, especially with the Lions being as hungry of a team as they are. Like, the Lions have not had a decent team in God knows how long. Yep. And now they actually can win. And they're like, oh, we like this winning thing. Right.
0: And then, I mean, the Vikings, I mean, our biggest issue, and this is the wildest thing to say. I think Harrison Smith might deserve to be defensive player of the year. I know his stats don't say that. But literally, the first game he misses this year and Jared Goff looks better than Josh Allen. Like, dude, and I'm not even kidding. Every big play that Detroit hit, The touchdown early in the game to Jamison Williams, his only catch for 41 yards, you know who would have been in coverage had he played? Harrison Smith. Let me tell you, that's not a touchdown if Harry the Hitman's the one there, because he's not going to let Jamison just run by him. Mm -hmm. I like Cam Bynum, Mm -hmm. and I even like Josh Medellus. There's a reason they're not our plans at safety. We have Lewis Seen. Maybe Bynum is the plan for the future, you know? Him and Scene will be the two guys once Harry retires. I've seen a lot of people talking about how the Vikings should let Harrison Smith walk at the end of this year. No. Restructure his deal. 22 deserves to retire in purple. Same with mm-hmm. Adam Thielen. Just rework their deals. <coughs> now, the one guy... <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. The one guy I think we could move off of that might make sense, and this is going to sound wild when I say it, is Dalvin Cook. He's not cooking anymore. He yeah. looks genuinely slow. And when his biggest thing was that breakaway speed, it's a bit of a problem.
1: Like, yeah, I don't know. I <sighs> I brought this up earlier. I accidentally said Derek Henry when I met Dalvin Cook. <laughs> and you were like, what the fuck kind of drugs are you on? I was like, Oh, I meant Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Shit. Oh
0: god, that is fucked up. Jesus. The, sorry, I'm just looking at your picture. Yeah. That is awful. What the
1: fuck? Like even even it fixed itself for a little bit. Now I'm having the, the stroke again on my side, but you you look fine, at least.
0: Nice. Uh, <laughs> somebody just uh <laughs> oh, somebody just texted me about I clicked on the notification that you were live and you weren't even live. Yep. <laughs> I clicked the wrong button, guys. Oof. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, Harrison Smith would have been very helpful. But I'll, I'll talk more about the Dalvin Cook thing a little later. Um, but, yeah, Harrison Smith was, I think, one of the biggest reasons we lost. The other thing is Garrett Bradbury, our center, and Christian our left tackle, were both out as well. Uh, along with having two guards that aren't that good, uh, this is awful. The Vikings offense, Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, had a total of 17 carries for 22 yards against the Lions. Oof. So it didn't matter that Kirk Cousins played maybe the best game of his career along with Justin Jefferson because we were entirely one-dimensional. There were This is the worst thing. I wish I could pull the video for it right now. I'll probably make a TikTok on it later. There were legitimately times in this game the Lions rushed two people and dropped nine guys into coverage and still got pressure. <laughs>
1: Two v five, and they're getting pressure, (laughs) homie. That's bad. (laughs) That is really bad. That tells me that your line is like having a high school line, pretty much there.
0: Yeah. Here's Kirk Cousins' stat line from Sunday: thirty-one of forty-one. Those last two incompletions came on the last two throws of the game, where you're trying to like win it, like pray for Mm -hmm. a miracle. So he was thirty-one of thirty-nine. 425 yards and two touchdowns Justin Jefferson had 11 catches for a franchise record 223 yards and we lost
1: sounds about right dog fuck
0: um, yeah but then again what else do we see Dalvin Tomlinson in his first game back getting 10 tackles Cause, you know, we needed our big guy back. Also, mm-hmm. he wears the Infinity Gauntlet as one of his gloves. Like it's designed like the Infinity Gauntlet. Doing the snap and shit. So seems like just cool, dude. So <laughs> But yeah, defensive struggles with having Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter in coverage. They're pass rushers. Use them that way. St- stop trying to drop the two best pass rushers on your team. And now you've got the whole internet on Twitter with what happened to the whole, this duo's going to just meet at the quarterback. They've got like 12 sacks all year. Well, if Ed Donatel wasn't such fucking moron and would let those two go after the quarterback and, you know, maybe stop being the team ranked dead last in blitzes, I get it. Our corners aren't that good. You want to you wanna have as many guys out there to cover as possible. You know what makes a corner's job easier? Pass You yeah, get some pressure. Because if there's pressure, yeah. you don't have to cover as long. <laughs> Maybe blitz once or twice. But I've also seen why they don't. Because in the Jets game, the one time they blitzed Eric Kendricks, he was a step late from getting the sack. And there was a 25-yard pass to the guy he would have been covering had he mm. not rushed. So it's like, I see why you maybe don't blitz. But also, maybe fucking blitz some. We shouldn't be last in the league in blitz percentage.
1: Well, I mean, be smarter about your blitzes, though. I mean, call plays that yeah, allow maybe, for somebody to blitz. Maybe but don't send Eric Kendricks.
0: Maybe, maybe let him go stay in coverage because, you know, that's the one thing as a linebacker he really can hang his hat on as he's one of the best coverage guys in the game. Maybe let him go cover and rush someone else. That's a thought. Yep. Fucking, it's so dumb. But shout out to the Lions, man. Uh, I'm not going to be one of those assholes who are like, the Lions suck. No, they don't. They never did this year. They opened up the season by losing to Philly by three. Like, I don't get this well they're the Lions you lost to the Lions this ain't the Lions from two years ago this is Motor shit, City. it ain't even the
1: Lions from last year
0: ah uh, yes it is they just have more talent now they still have that same drive that same mentality right. that has been granted to them by the legend that is MCDC mm-hmm. Dan Campbell Motor City Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell if you didn't know what MCDC meant uh right. <laughs> But Jared Goff has also been weirdly impressive this year. Um, Jamal Williams, their running back, played okay. Here's the other thing for the Vikings. we Between their two starting running backs, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, we gave up 22 carries for 58 yards. I'd take that. Their third stringer got another four carries, so that would be 26. Another 19 yards So still only 77 yards and a touchdown. The real problem was, like, their fourth string running back maybe? I have no clue who this guy is. C.J. Moore had a random kick. Oh, is this their fullback? No. He's a safety? Why is he counted with a rush? I'm so confused. Oh! It was on the fake punt. Oh, my brain was fried oh. for a second there. Yeah, the fake punt. I don't even count that one. Our, our run defense did a damn good job against Detroit. I know we're counting that safety fake punt run as a as a rush. I don't. You those aren't our regular defensive players out there. That's mm-hmm. special teams. That's a special teams play. I think they should be separated as such. Maybe that's just me. But uh yeah, I'm, I'm worried a little bit about the Vikings, but also no matter where we end up, we're better off than where we were, Uh mm-hmm. or, like where we thought we'd be even, so I'll take it.
1: Well, I mean, they, they've shown that they're a team to be excited about at least, right. You know, they're going someplace. They're not just the, the same issue old, is we same We don't old. have that
0: long to get there. Kirk yeah. only has a year left on his deal, uh, after this, and I'm sorry, when that's up, he's going to be 36 and going on to 37. I don't want to sign a 37-year-old and keep relying on that, especially if we still haven't won anything by then. Like, Right. Because but- also, Harrison Smith is like 34. Adam Thielen is like 35. Eric Kendricks is up there in his 30s. Our best players, at Patrick Peterson's 35. Our best players are already old we've got two years before it's time to blow it up
1: or well yeah but but you got two years to to pick up i mean there's some good looking you know college quarterbacks that are gonna be coming and it's tough because like do you risk it on a guy
0: like anthony richardson has who has the tool set to be lamar with josh allen's arm basically Mm -hmm. like do you risk it on a guy like that? Because he also could just turn out to be the worst quarterback in football. Do you waste a first-round pick on the hopes that that guy's good? When when you're a competitive team and could use that first-round pick on a guy who would help you win next year?
1: Well, I don't know. If, if I mean, if, if your team's going to blow up in two years anyway, I would at least pick up some people that could potentially end up taking you to a Super Bowl someday, you know? Right. I mean, look, look what they did with Josh Allen. They took a, I mean, an extreme risk with him and look where it's got him. But, but also on the same token, you have to, you have to hope that you have coaches that are good enough to, to bring these people to this point, you know? Yeah. Uh, I like
0: KOC, but I, I've never seen him develop a quarterback. I mean, his year as offensive coordinator for the Rams he had Stafford now yeah. with the Vikings he ha- he has Kirk we've never seen him develop a guy so who knows how that would
1: how yeah. that would go yeah so it's tough. but i mean i i don't know with the the Vikings i think it would be good if they got young talent but also i don't know if they would be able to develop somebody i i think the Vikings is more of a team that i don't know might be better off getting a quarterback from a different team that's already been developed you know what by I better... still think
0: the answer is the Ravens don't want to pay Lamar we
1: well, know Lamar
0: looks good in purple we've seen it we've yep. seen it bring Lamar to Minnesota oh my god Lamar with Justin that'd Jefferson, be, that'd, be,
1: that'd be dirt. That'd be a little scary. With
0: Jefferson and Hawkinson, because I think TJ Hawkinson's around for a while. I really yep. am worried, though, that Adam Thielen and Harrison Smith are gone. It's going to sound bad, but outside of Jefferson, those are like the only two guys who I think have to retire as Vikings. It'll hurt my soul if they don't. Like, I right. love Eric Kendricks, but he hasn't been that good this year, and he's a free agent. And I'm sorry, if some other team is going to offer him 20 M's, you got to let him go. There's a reason you drafted Brian Osamoa. You were planning to replace him just in case. Mm-hmm. That's why you got a guy who does the things that Eric Kendricks does. What was his issue? He couldn't tackle. Cool. We're going to let Jordan Hicks and Eric Kendricks teach him how to tackle. There you go. Like, I, I have a feeling EK has gone. I just do. Thielen and Harrison Smith worry me just because we can't go into next year paying Adam Thielen fifteen million dollars. We just can't,
1: right? And Especially he, since you guys don't use him hardly at all now. I mean, he gets right. used, but but it's, still,
0: it's one of those it, like we're we we either have to let him walk or restructure his contract. Say I it, think the same thing with Harrison Smith, just because he's going to be making fifteen
1: M's and. A 36-year-old I see it as like, safety shouldn't be getting paid that. It's, I see it as, like, buying an expensive boat, you know? It's nice to have, but you don't use it that much, and it really, you could have used that money on something that was better, you know? Right. So, like, if
0: Thielen wants to rework it, maybe we work it out as, like, an extension. So mm-hmm. instead of instead of $15 million this year, we give him... You know, five mil a year over the next three. We just the money's still there. We're just delaying it to next right. year and the year after, or even if it's just to next year. And you go, we're 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 going to pay you seven and a half this year, seven and a half next year, and then by then you're going to be thirty five. You're probably done, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, that's what I'd love to do. Same with Harrison Smith. We just we just ex- basically extend him and hope that it it frees up some money so we can go do something about this fucking offensive line. It's atrocious. We, like, we got our tackles. So that's done. I still don't know if I love Garrett Bradbury, but he's been great this year. So if you want to move on with him, that's fine. We need some guards. We need the big guys so we can have a running game again.
1: Right. And,
0: as much as, yes, Dalvin Cook doesn't look as good as as he should yeah we we still need to give him a better offensive line and if we want to let dalvin if we want to trade him or cut him and he goes back to miami which would make a lot of mm-hmm. sense he's a florida guy that would make sense he could go to buffalo team up with his brother and josh allen there's lots of places he could go he would still have a job i just don't think minnesota's a fit we don't have mm-hmm. the money for a guy to not be like The reason he got that contract was to be the the offense for us. Mm -hmm. If he's not going to be that, we can't keep paying him what we're paying him. We just can't.
1: Right. I mean, you could with with what you're paying him, you could drop him and pick up two guys that are decent. You know,
0: we already have Alexander Madison. We could drop him and pick up just another guy. It doesn't have to be. Uh, Let's let's go look in free agency, like. Free agents in the upcoming year. Now, some of these guys can get re-signed. That is entirely possible. Um, But, like, at running back, update, come on, be a little faster. First of all, I don't see it happening. But who would you rather be paying 15 mil a year to? Dalvin Cook or Saquon Barkley?
1: Yeah, I'd go Barkley.
0: Right. Or you could be smart and sign a, sign a guy like Rashad Penny from Seattle, who's probably going to want $5 million. You could go get Raheem Mostert from Miami for like $2 million. You could maybe go get Miles Sanders from the Eagles. He's going to be a free agent. Dearness Johnson, you could bring back Jarek McKinnon. Like a lot of those guys, or Jeff Wilson, like no, they're not stars. But they can, you can have a split backfield between Madison and any of those guys and feel really confident in your run game. Mm-hmm. I would love Rashad Penny. That'd be so cool. Like, I don't want to lose Dalvin. I love him as a player. But, like, the money just doesn't make sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I want to see who, what offensive line free agents there are. Is there any guards that could do anything useful for us?
1: I don't know how, how to feel about uh, Beasley coming back to the Bills.
0: Uh, not good, because he's not good anymore. He's I, old. I know. And it won't matter. Uh, actually, and you plus, you should really hate it, because of how much shit he talked about Buffalo when he left. I, I yeah. never want to play here again. So why'd you go begging for a job again then, weirdo? Mm. And if you're the Bills, I still think that's a stupid decision because I think you just – I think they're putting themselves out of the Odell race now. And I get it, okay? I get Odell's hurt. I could cut both of Odell's legs off and he's still a better receiver than Cole Beasley. That's
1: stupid. Right. Well, and the Bills just – they just put him on the practice squad basically. Right. I mean, its he's there if somebody gets hurt, you know.
0: Ooh. But – Sorry, go ahead. He's there if somebody gets hurt. Yeah.
1: But I I doubt they even use him, to be honest. That's fair. But uh well, I mean, we're getting into the critical time of the year where, you know, I think the Bills are kind of just picking up anybody they can just in case they need them. Right. I think Beasley will be gone after the end of the year again, you know? They'll probably kick him off again or he'll probably he'll probably be on the practice squad and look like shit and they'll go, nah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I gotta Never say, mind.
1: I think I I think the
0: Bills are out this year. I really do.
1: Yeah, I know. Sad. Sad. I uh, mean injuries yep. have injuries the and Bills.
0: the Chiefs and the Bengals are getting hot at the right time. I'm yep. sorry. I don't care if it's in Buffalo or not. I don't want to see the Bengals right now. I really don't.
1: Yeah. That is they a are, um...
0: scary football team. Like the Bills can't just, "Oh, we're just going to overpower you on offense." No you're not. The Bengals might overpower you on offense. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like That I did finally I did find it kind of comical when uh after Allen's win, they Brought him to the little desk thing or whatever, so they could talk and stuff. And the one gal goes, "Well, you know, I don't think the bills are Super Bowl material anymore." And Alan just looks at her, and goes, "Okay," <laughs> and then looked away. <laughs> it was kind of funny, yeah. Because Alan's he's he's quite the character, you know. And it was it was kind of like you could see he wanted to say something, and then he was like, oh, "Okay, all right, okay." Yeah. Kind of a we'll see about that. I'll I'll break my neck if I have to. <laughs> Which so, he probably
0: will. Maybe. Elgton Jenkins. He's a guard for the Packers, who has also started at center, at left tackle, and at right tack. He's played the entire offensive line for them. He's gonna be a free agent. Maybe bring him to Minnesota. Let's let's get you know, keep Bradbury, bring in Elgton at the other guard spot. Maybe Ezra Cleveland can turn into something. And boom, our offensive line looks a fuck ton better.
1: You can't do much worse than what it is right now. That's a good
0: point. That's a good
1: point. I mean, at least throw some people in there and then you never know. You might find some gold. It's true. It's true. You can't find gold unless you start digging.
0: The biggest worry for me, though, is Dalvin Tomlinson's a free agent at the end of the year. And like, that's. That's our run game like that's how we Mm -hmm. get stops and the only guy in free agency that I'd I would want to replace him with is Deron Payne but that dude's gonna want 30 million a year he's Deron Payne has been an absolute menace to society this year just entirely what what is his stats this year Deron Payne at defensive tackle has eight and a half sacks as as the nose guard, as your three tech, he's got almost nine. That's he's he's a menace. I mean, there's a reason the Commanders' front seven is as good as it is, and Deron Payne is a is a big part of that. But yeah, I'm I'm worried about it because yeah. The other thing, cap space at the end of this year, I believe. Or er, let me double check. Yeah, so the cap space going into next year, as of right now, the Vikings are $8 million over the cap. We can't afford to add anybody, so we're going to have to make some uh, Quessy, good old GM Quessy is going to have to make a bunch of shitty decisions, which really sucks. I just want to say maybe you shouldn't have extended Kirk last year. Maybe you shouldn't have. Especially since there's this guy who's going to be a free agent. He wears the number 12. Some people refer to him as the GOAT. Yeah, You could have brought him in for cheaper. And we saw what the GOAT did with Randy Moss. I wonder what the GOAT would do with Justin Jefferson. And that would really cement his goat status, you know, winning in one of those places where nobody's ever won. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's really a big old cement there. Uh, now the Chicago bears are going to have about $120 million in free cap.
1: Oh shit.
0: The bears are not paying anybody, man. Everybody's basically on rookie deals. They have so much money. Yeah. They're, Uh, The Bears might
1: be scary next year. Not next year, but eventually. Well, a couple years anyway.
0: So the Bears are also, ooh, they're not as young. Yeah, they're one of the five youngest teams in the league. Along with the Giants, this one hurts the most. The Chiefs have the second youngest team by average age in the NFL. That's scary. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The Browns are third. The Lions are fourth. The Bears are fifth. Another scary one. The Bengals are sixth. I When I said Manning, Brady, the whole, who's going to be the Manning Brady of this generation? It's going to be Mahomes and Burrow, not Mahomes and Allen, because Burrow's yeah. going to be Manning. He's going to be the guy who has the stats and probably by the end of it, the awards. I know right now he doesn't have any. Mm -hmm. He's making the argument that he deserves the MVP more than Mahomes does, though.
1: Like. Well, all I can say is the Bengals have the Chiefs name. Yeah, they do. At this point. They do. So.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Mahomes has... Let's see. How many is that? That's going to be 14 more completions on about 45 more attempts. He's got a lower completion percentage. He's got some more yards, which is valid. But Mahomes also has more interceptions. Also been sacked way less, which I guess is benefit for Mahomes, the little asshole. Yeah. But like Burrow's making a case that it should be him, if right. you over if you look past Week One where he was awful against the Steelers.
1: I like, was intrigued by how close the Denver Chiefs game was. Ah, I, like, mm. I mean, I know Denver's got a really good defense, but um, how how I, Kansas City's defense isn't terrible. Yes, I it don't is. think. Is it yes? I, it is. I mean, not. I mean, not to be able to cover fucking Denver's. Well, apparently it's it's awful because it couldn't ten, cover fucking Denver. But well, and
0: Denver's receivers aren't bad. It's been a bunch of scheme issues, and I don't know if I actually I do know that you didn't watch the game because you were at game night. Um, yeah. Russell Wilson was doing that thing where he played like Russell Wilson right running around making things happen it's almost like that works it's almost like he's a hall of fame level quarterback because of that Mm -hmm. maybe you should let him do that uh but yeah uh nope that's offensive stats that's not what i want defense again looking just like we did at the vikings incompletion percentage the chiefs are worse than the vikings yards per attempt the chiefs Where the fuck are they? They're about... mm, About middle of the pack in yards per attempt. Total yards allowed, they're bottom 10. Touchdowns allowed, they are the worst. They have allowed the most passing touchdowns of any team in the NFL.
1: Mm, Okay. They They are 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 bottom
0: 10 in turnovers bottom five in first downs given up like first downs allowed and they are well, <clears throat> oh, they've gotten more sacks than i expected them to have so that's cool um and then rushing defense i feel like this could be where we get a bit more interesting maybe maybe not where the fuck are the chiefs actually the chiefs are top six in yards allowed r- running the ball and they're also top three in touchdowns. They got a good rushing defense. They can't cover shit, oh. which is why they will lose to the Bengals every time.
1: Yeah, because the Bengals have
0: when you can't cover anybody, of... and the Bengals got an infinite number of receivers.
1: <laughs> right? Because who, who all do they have? They have Chase, they Chase have Higgins, Higgins,
0: Boyd, they Boyd, got, uh, which
1: he's hurt, and so is Higgins.
0: They got Hayden Hurst. They got Joe Mixon, Samaje Ryan, Chris Evans. Yeah. The weapons like, over there are just different, man. That's why I think the Chiefs aren't, like, going to do that much. Because mm-hmm. in the playoffs, these te- talent is kind of king, man. And mm-hmm. when you're second... It's why I'm worried about the Vikings. The but the thing with the Vikings is there aren't that many teams with that much more talent than them. It's just our talent's not doing what they normally do, which isn't great, but right. is what it is. But yeah, the the Broncos defense just really just took advantage of Mahomes. I mean, forcing three turnovers is going to allow Russ to cook, and he did. Russ was cooking.
1: It was wild. Yeah, and then he got. Dinged up. Oh, he got smoked. No. That big old <laughs> it, concussion. He was all cross-eyed.
0: Uh, Now, though, I have the internet telling me that the Vikings are going to lose to the Colts.
1: So That ain't going to happen.
0: No shot. It's wild, though. No. I, I don't know who on the Colts would beat us. So, Wyatt's World, you know him. He's on... TikTok. He's the Bills and mm-hmm. Vikings fan. who. Done, he's one of the people saying, upset of the week, Colts will beat the Vikings. No, they won't. Now, Matt Ryan might have a career day against us, right. but I'm sorry. The Colts aren't that good at all in any way, so it doesn't no, matter. I,
1: I mean, I think Jonathan Taylor is probably going to give you a little trouble. But... I don't.
0: <laughs> it's still going to be the Colts passing game. I'd put money on it. I don't have any money, but I would put money on Jonathan Taylor going for less than a hundred yards. Dalvin Tomlinson's playing GG no, the Colt's offensive fair. line is bad, and we still have good run stoppers. we We went through the stats. the Vikings run defense is really good. We just can't cover. yeah, and lucky for us, Colts receivers suck. Michael Pittman would probably be the wide receiver five in Minnesota. I know a lot of people love that guy. Don't know why. Don't know what you've seen that would make you think he's a
1: good wide receiver. He's
0: fine. Yeah, I have
1: him on one of my fantasy leagues, he's and he's got to be one of my starting wide Fantasy doesn't league. matter
0: to me because, like, D-Hop I know. is not that good in fantasy. I'd still love D-Hop I... on my team.
1: <laughs> right, I get that. But D-Hop missed most of the year, so... <laughs>
0: Um, I don't, so this just popped up on my timeline. I just don't get how everyone talks down on Dallas. The Chiefs lost to the Colts. The Eagles lost to the Commanders. The Bengals lost to Cooper Rush. The Vikings lost to the Lions. Dallas struggles against Houston and still wins, but we're awful. One, Houston is far and away the worst team in football, and it's not close. Mm Mm-hmm. Do not compare the Lions, the Commanders, or the Colts to the Texans, because that's not valid. The Texans have about that many good players—three, maybe. I was about to say
1: there's, there's. There, I'm not saying that the, everybody on the team is terrible, because there are there's like three or four guys. But, and on they're the still team developing team. some yeah.
0: rookies. Like I'm not right. discrediting the rookies. Proven talent. You have Laramie Tunsil, Brandon Cooks. Technically, that's it for proven talent. I'm just giving Damian Pierce, the running back, the nod as a good player already because running back is the easiest right. position to evaluate in
1: football. You're good yeah. or you're bad, and you can see it very quickly. Right. I was going to say, Damian Pierce is actually done right. pretty good like, for I what he's Stingley had. I think Stingley will
0: be good. Jalen Petrie, the safety, will be good, I think, in the future. But I'm not going to overcredit a rookie yet. Neither of them mm-hmm. are playing like Sauce Gardner. Like, he, right. we can acknowledge he's him not yet with Stingley not yet and a lot of that scheme stuff but also uh, it's because you're the Cowboys you are the most one of the most toxic fan bases in sports with the way you talk to people so yes when Dallas looks shitty you are going to get more shit than most people Uh, nobody is just talking down on Dallas maybe get on the internet a little bit look at every other team stop living in your own little fucking bubble People, yeah. talk, people talk down on the Eagles every week. They've lost one time, and they get talked down on like they're awful. The Vikings get talked down on every week, even when they win. You go out and beat the Bills, and, well, they're still not really that good. Go ask Josh Allen how good they are. Right. Do it. I dare you. Because what go will on, Josh, Josh Allen. say? They're probably the toughest team we played this
1: year. Yep. Even before <laughs> they even, we even played you guys. Josh Allen had an interview and he said, it's going to be a good game. Yep. It's going to be, it, it, you know, I think it's going to be an eye opener for us is one of the things he said. Yep. And he was right. Yep. I mean, like, they, they, they had control of the game for quite a while. And then the yep. Vikings do what the Vikings do best. And here they come. Hey, the last fucking quarter this year,
0: <laughs> you know, pulling a Vikings. We've really flipped what that means. Normally it means choking. This year we flipped it to mean no, pulling a Vikings means you you literally pulled a win out your ass. It All shouldn't right. have been there, but you chose it. Um but yeah, everybody talks down on the Eagles also. Everybody talks down on the Cowboys as they should. Everybody the only team that doesn't get talked down on is the Chiefs. And it's because Patrick Mahomes is just a fucking monster. Like he Patrick Mahomes every week is the peak of any other quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's Mahomes on average. Like, Mahomes is that guy. There's no debate of who's close to Mahomes. Nobody. Nobody's even relatively close. Now, Josh Allen, at peak of his powers, is close. He's too
1: inconsistent. Right. He doesn't stay if, at peak of his powers if Josh long Josh Allen was consistent, I mean, I mean Patty would there, still probably be, be a little bit above. But you could but make an argument. There's no argument, argument now.
0: There's no argument. Nobody's close. I don't care. If you asked the Bills today, like we're doing a NFL fantasy draft where we're just putting every player in a pool. You get the first pick, Bills. Who are you picking? Their GM will say Patrick Mahomes. Now, he wouldn't say it publicly. Off the record, he would say Patrick Mahomes because you don't want to put, you know, that in your guy's mind. He's not a terrible person. But there isn't a GM in this league who would pick any quarterback over Mahomes or any mm-hmm. player. It just doesn't matter. Like Mahomes is that dude. <laughs> it's it's wild, and the people still trying to argue that Mahomes isn't that guy because he gets beat by Burrow. Every quarterback has that one guy they can't beat. It's always been right. a thing. It, it, there's always that one guy that just has your number. It. And it's not even about you. He has your defenses number. And like, it doesn't matter what you do. We saw that with Mahomes last year. We dropped thirty-five in Cincy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. hmm <laughs> It does matter. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: My God. Been a strange season, that's for sure.
0: It really has. The internet's just a wild place with everybody hating everybody. Yeah. But then everybody playing the victim, like, they're the only ones that get shit-talked. That's why when I make right. the videos, like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying about the Vikings. That's why I bring up every other team. Like, why are you saying this shit about the Vikings and Eagles? It makes no sense. They're right. they're clearly that good. Like, and then the 49ers still confuse me. I refuse to put that much faith in a seventh-round rookie like no rookie has ever even made it to a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy is not going to be the first. I'm sorry. No. I don't Although care Brock how good the Purdy has are. been.
1: He decent. looked I great mean, last week. He looked week. really good. I mean, he you outdueled
0: know? the goat. Like you got to give him his give him his flowers, but also playoffs are very different than Week 14. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry. You don't want to see the goat again. You don't. No, no, you don't. I don't care no. what team you are. You don't want to be... The Bucs are probably going to win their division. I mean, the Falcons and the Panthers still have a shot, which is wild to say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's probably going to be the Bucks. The Cowboys are probably going to be the five seed. Do you think Dallas really wants to have to go play the GOAT? Really? I don't care Not how really. good you think Dallas is. I don't want Minnesota to have to play the GOAT either because he's still that guy. Now, nice thing for us is... Tampa Bay's secondary sucks, so we'll just feed JJ, and it'll be it'll all work out probably. But fuck. Right. Oh
1: well, Tom Brady knows how to fucking win. So yep, that's just what it comes down to. When you've been in the sport the, the sport as long as he has, he just knows how to win. So just so you know, we are going
0: to have a very interesting race for offensive player of the year this year in the NFL. I think it really is only down to two guys, Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Both guys are on pace to have over 2,000 yards receiving this season. No wide receiver has ever done it. Two guys are probably going to do it this year. That's nuts. (laughs) That is wild. Uh, Right now, Tyreek Hill has 100 receptions for 1,460 yards and six touchdowns. Justin Jefferson has... Has ninety nine receptions for fifteen hundred yards and six touchdowns. Forty yards separates the two. This part I think is more wild though. Who between Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson, who do you think has more receptions over 20 yards?
1: I'd say Justin Jefferson.
0: But in your
1: brain you'd think Tyreek Hill. Like that just makes well, more sense because of his style not- of play. Not really, because the, the Dolphins have been playing him more like a slot, so he does short right, little but he
0: inside just, slants. Right, but even if you do an inside slant and break it
1: for 22 yards, that's still a 20-yard reception. Like, right, I get that, I get that. But still, he's Justin Jefferson's, everything he gets thrown to, he's already past 20 yards, that's, usually when he's getting thrown <laughs> that's at. That's kind of valid. Uh, they are, yeah,
0: Jefferson has 25 catches of more than 20 yards, Tyreek Hill has 23. So, and those are the two best guys in the league at that. The only other guy with more than 20. Shocker is Devontae Adams.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson are tied for first in catches of 40-plus yards uh, at six apiece. Their longest reception of the year is exactly the same, 64 yards.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it is
1: wild. Neck and neck right there. What's even
0: wilder, and I got to keep bringing this up. Who do you think has more yards after catch? got to go
1: Justin Jefferson again.
0: But you'd assume it was Tyreek Hill with the way they use him, but no, it's JJ. Right. Like, Tyreek's having, having an incredible season, but... The, the the race for offensive player of the year really is going to come down to which of those guys finishes with more yards cuz they will hold mm-hmm. the record that's mm-hmm. all it's going to be and i hope it's jefferson cuz if they both if they both hit 2000 only one of those guys is ever going to be talked about cuz the other mm-hmm. guy's second all time like i want it to be jj who's on top just so he's the guy who gets remembered from this year cuz i uh, yeah, I, I'm i a bit of Homer, well, you, but
1: Well, you got to be a Viking bias, you know, you are a little Viking fan. Got
0: to have that little bit of Vikings bias. It's allowed, okay? <laughs> I try to do so good to avoid it. In situations like this, though, no, it needs to be JJ. Right. Because, I mean, honestly, I think he deserves to be in the conversation for MVP because none of the quarterbacks are having that good of a year. Mm-hmm. Like Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson, it really should be whichever one of them finishes with better stats is the MVP Then the other guy should be offensive player of the year. Genuinely, that's how it should be because those are the two most valuable players this year. Take Mm -hmm. Tyreek away from Miami and they are not the same team. Take no. Justin Jefferson away from Minnesota, and they're probably one of the worst teams in football.
1: Uh, they'd have lost to the Bills if it wasn't they for Justin They would have Justin lost Jefferson. to the Bills.
0: They would have lost to the Dolphins. They probably would have lost to the Jets. They probably mm-hmm. would have lost, like, most of our games. But the Bills one is the clearest one. He won us that game. Mm-hmm. It was him. That's it. But, uh, yeah.
1: I uh, mean, you had to make miracle catches in order to yep. win against the Bills, so.
0: That is funny. As yeah. much shit as I was talking about Dalvin Cook earlier in this episode, he's still sixth in rushing yards on the season, <laughs> right? Which is wild. But
1: well, he's part of that's because he's been healthy most of the year,
0: right? He's not missing time. He's just yeah. You can tell he's not. No, something's different. I don't know if that Dalvin it's a has not been thing. Dalvin this year. No, well, he's he still ate, been he good. Ate too many
1: wafers in the off season or something. Maybe, maybe. <laughs>
0: But uh, I think we should probably wrap it there.
1: Uh, yeah, you get a stream to do, so.
0: Yes, sir. So uh, anything else you want to bring up and talk about?
1: Not really, sports-wise anyway, so.
0: Yeah, I thought we were going to cover more than just sports, but we got very, uh, well, I got very sidetracked. Yeah. We but, but, can save it for next time. Oh, yeah, there's always a next time. But uh, mm-hmm. for now, I think that'll do it for us. So thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.